Hey, hey, hey! This is Alex from Alex's Knives and Such, where the such stands for EDC gear. Today, I'm out on location at the park doing some videos and my podcast. Well, I want to talk about some knife news. Every so often, about one or twice a month, I would do some knife news. I got a bunch to talk about today. Frenchmade has discontinued loads of knives for 2021. The Benchmade discontinued list is out, and it's a doozy. The models you don't think will be discontinued are being discontinued. Surprise, surprise, we got the 810 Contego, which is the close cousin of 940. That's being discontinued, and it beefs up the knife's reverse tanto shape for harder cutting chores. And the aluminum handle is now a more angular G10 one. Who thought that one would be discontinued? Then the 980 turret released just last year. And it's being discontinued. What's going on with Benchmade? Does that mean they're making something brand new? The turret channeled a different era of folding design. When the burly blade, burly blade, and were in vogue, that throwback style created a hardworking feel to some, but it didn't make it get another year. Also, we are the no Benchmade is discontinuing the 133 Infidel fixed blade. Uh, the fixed blade of the out the front or OTF. Infidel. It's a double-edged dagger blade into a bigger profile to make expanded range of tasks, which didn't last. And then the 781 Anthem, Benchmade's first integral, served as a statement of intent from the company. They hadn't had many in the 300-plus production knife arena outside of old-class models until the 781 Anthem. So that's the list that Kershaw has been discontinued of the models. What do you think about that? Do you want some of those now? Do you wish you didn't discontinue some? Would you keep some? Would you want to get? Well, tell me your side of the side of it. And also, there's more. But wait, there's more. The 318-2-2 and the 319-2 proper. The fancied up proper models featured carbon fiber handles, scales, and S90D blades, making it a gentleman's folder even more gentlemanlier. The CF carbon fiber propers are going the way of the red G10 variant, which was discontinued last year. Also, you have discontinued is the 486 Sabu or Sabu. The Sabu is the chopping block for, for 2021. Its bamboo-inspired frame was paired with CPM20CV blade to create the EDC performance. It was classy, but it didn't last. The 560 Freak and the 565 Mini Freak, two hardworking knives that are being discontinued. What do you think about that? Anybody have an idea of why? Are they making something new? Are they scrapping them because they're low in...
production budget? Who knows? We will find out. How about this from Kershaw? The Launch 13 is just revealed. Latest entry in their line of automatic knives. The 13 brings a Warncliffe blade into the Kershaw Launch automatic lineup for the first time. The Launch series has been wild in different sizes, shapes, and applications. But this is the first Warncliffe in the lineup, and it looks like Kershaw speculated it to cover as many bases as possible. Spect um, the 13's blade length runs to 3.5 inches. Not California legal, but in Missouri, since May of 2020, they allow automatic knives in town. So, there you go. It's, um, the 3.5 inches of that Warncliffe blade gives users a long stretch of straight edge, and it's modified somewhat by the blade being set in the upward cam. This angle can be leveraged for additional horsepower. Then the belly can be the effect of the belly without actually modifying the classic linear Warncliffe shape. So it's going to be more powerful and more usable. Hmm. And as well as all the other launch launch models. The 13's blade skill is CPM 154. It's strong performance in all the key categories. Uh, the blade itself has been given two-tone finish. That's nice. With satin primary grinds and swedge and a black DLC flat. It, it opens and locks with a button mechanism. Just like many lunch models that preceded it. Yeah, that's nice. And the series first blade shape comes paired with striking handle design. Angles and overarching technical look have been <coughs> the key to the launch aesthetic from the beginning. But the 13 takes that style to a further point than its stablemates. Two large finger grooves hmm, are followed by a couple of hard straight lines on the channel side. With two shallow con concavities defining the spine side ergonomic, ergonomic. That seems nice. There are two cutouts passing through both scales in the handle center, and the construction again is aluminum. What do you think the colors will be of the aluminum handles? Thanks to the lightweight material, aluminum profile, and the cutouts, it weighs just 2.4 ounces, despite it being medium sized. Hmm. It's the first new Kershaw since the Terran, which debuted at the end of August. Kershaw has been following a new release strategy this year, and no doubt in part due to the changes by the COVID-19 pandemic. Well, does anybody have a Kershaw that they like? Anybody have the Kershaw Damascus? Anybody carry one of the California Legals, even though they're not in California? Let me know. What you, what you like about the le the launch series, or if you don't like it? Hmm. The launch. I almost got one. It was a blue handled one with stonewash blade. I think it was like between seventy and ninety, but I didn't get it. Just didn't. 
I should have, though. Oh, now we turn over to James Brand, because they return to Slip Joints Field with the Pike. James Brand is back. I've seen videos on them, and they're okay, but they don't know too much about the brand, but the dives look awesome with a new release, the Pike. Non, the newest non-locking folder from James Brand. The company's first slip joint design of evolution of the county. <coughs> Sorry for that. The county came out in 2017, bringing together the enduring slip joint concept and James's trendy aesthetics forward design philosophy. It was clean, concise entry in the modern traditional format that was wildly popular a few years ago and still desirably desirable now. So if anybody watches UK legal knives, those knives really do appeal to me, and I wouldn't mind carrying some of those in America, even though we can carry all sorts of different types of knives. That would be something good. Oh, and in the picture, it has a silver lanyard. That's so elegant and sleek looking. That would be carried as a in a wedding or some fancy event. And it will not cause any alarm. Let's go to the Tucson's Tucson knives. For the guy that started me into liking Tucson's was Needs Knives, Jared and Kara. But it says Night Morning Design bolsters the Tucson lineup. Before I read before I tell you about this, um he Jared from Needs Knives sent me a Two Sons TS16 that he had anodized. It's so beautiful and nice. I, I will keep that as a, me as a memory from my friend, and he's a good person. And I was one of the Two Sons, and he started me out on one, and now I have to get more. But this, but and it's a night morning design. This has four holes in the blade, two small and one and two medium. <coughs> I gotta take a drink. Hold on, son. But two sons may not be in the spotlight that often, but their knives are hecka nice and hecka good. But they're continuing to work, and they're producing new knives at a pretty steady amount. Yeah, they are. What are they up to now? That they're up to so many numbers that they started making names. I've seen that. Some of the most recent have come from Night Morning Design. Yeah, I need to read up on Night Morning Design and get to know them because I have a Night Morning Design Tucson and they're going to be making more Night Mornings probably and I need to know about that. It's a designer. Is the latest. Is the the number 263 and it's a large stylish, stylish flipper knife that blends high-end high and budget-friendly materials. That is really nice. The 263 it has a blade that runs to 3.46 inches. This is long enough to widen the gamut of cutting tax tasks it can perform, but also letting the blade be bold. Hmm, it is nice. Okay, and then it says, the handle is where Tucson's is working with premium materials. Yeah, they do so well with their carbon fiber. Oh, about the Tucson TS16. That's in D2 steel. The T the 263 is sporting an entirely 
titanium handle. Ooh. With big micarta inlays on both scales, so you get the best of both, micarta and titanium. Its frame lock is of course kept by a steel insert and a titanium, titanium clip is a sculpted one. Go back and look at the picture. I don't see the clip on this picture, but the handle and the micarta, ooh, that's nice. It has the same holes as the blade, which is too small and too medium. On it weighs, the 263 weighs 4.13 ounces. Not too bad in the scale of things. No, I remember carrying a knife that was about 5 to 6 ounces, so, you know. And I thought I had to carry heavy knives or it would feel out of place and I wouldn't be able to use them right. But no, you can use small, um, less knives and they'll feel better. Nightmare Designs is gaining steam in the knife world. They're quite prolific in their Instagram page. They have an Instagram page. Follow Nightmare Designs for their Instagram page and their new knives for two sons and other stuff. It, their new their Instagram page is a front of the new CAD files. I have already showed off a new flipper that could end up joining the two sons lineup in the future. So other than the 263, they have another one. That's a flipper. Keep your eye on two sons. Do not sleep and do not miss out on two sons. They are some of the best out there for what you get price and quality wise. Here we turn to Hinderer Knives. They reveal a new Emmet fixed blade. Cause they have a fixed blade model available from Rick Hinderer Knives called the Emmet. E-M-M-E-T-T. -T. It brings a cowboy attitude to the classic outdoors companion knife format. So nice. It looks good enough to use for me. And I'm not a big into fixed blades, but I want to get into them. Always checking out cold steel fixed blades, but yeah. I do have a cold steel hideout neck knife, which is double-edged. Okay, anyways, back to this. Hinderer's blade shape shapes are always hard workers. Yes, they're folders, of course. Emmet follows in that tradition with a little bit of extra attitude. Its blade shape is a Bowie clip point. Bowie clip point. That's nice. Stylized with an extended swedge. Hmm. That does look really well. And it has a finger joil. Hmm. That's a really good one, too. That's nice. What fixed blades do you guys own? And would you own any more? Or if you don't have any, what are you looking into? Let us know. Let me know that. Oh, about the James brand. Uh, it's also in Micarta, green, my, green canvas Micarta, Rosewood, or Black G10. The micarta and rosewood options both have a shield at the butt end of the show side handle, but the G10 model, which sports black coated liners, goes entirely without. The pike is designed for in-pocket carry and doesn't have a clip. It weighs 2.1 ounces. Their last major set of releases came at the tail end of 2019 with the Clovis, Duval, and Carter. And here we talk about the K-Bar Folding Hunter gets 
first upgrade in years. A new version of the K-Bar Dozer Folding Hunter has released sporting an upgrade, hardworking blade steel. That's nice. The Folding Hunter is an elder statesman in the world of production folders. Almost 20 years ago, there are many versions that still don't achieve the quality that, that this K-Bar Dozer does. Reliable materials and a price that even most non night people don't get off about. None of the folding hunters' dimensions are changed on this new version. You will still get the 3 inch drop point blade, a shape and length that can really work a generous squad of cutting jobs. Wow, good cutting jobs too. From delicate to demanding, the original folder hunter had a blade made from Aus 8 steel. Everybody still liked it, so there you go. But this new version is equipped with D2, semi-stainless tool steel. D2 has become the star of the budget steel realm. High performance in exchange for some corrosion, corrosion resistance. K-Bar has already addressed that drawback to a, to a degree on this knife. Applying round coating to the blade. The ergonomics are dead simple. A bow-shaped handle that Dozer first drew up decades ago and still and that still work perfectly now. There are no finger grooves if you don't like that then. But most people like this knife. <coughs> and the two-part Zytel handle, which is basically plastic, is held together with large screws on either end. The stamped pocket clip is reversible. Nice. And the weight remains appealing at 2.4 ounces. Huh, what would you say? Would you get this upgraded steel dozer from K-Bar? It still manages to come under $50. So, there you go. But it still is a little higher price than a the OS 8 models. Oh, back to um the hinderer. It's gonna be a 3.83 inches in length blade, 1.156 inches thick, which lends the bow bow Bowie some impact and torsion resistant. The blade steel is CPM 20 CV. Hinderer's current super steel of choice. 20 CV offers high marks across the metallurgical board, but for those who prefer something a little more rustic in their fixed blades. There's also a vintage series variation of the Emmet immediately available, which, like all knives within that series, is made from coated O1 tool steel. Emmet, the Emmet handle design will be familiar to anyone who owns an XM18. Oh, spicy dicey metal complex. Hinderous flagship folder inspired by the ergonomics on this fixed blade. The large forward finger groove and sloping hornet's body back portion here. Recreated on a larger scouter scale offered by the full tang fixed blade construction. Handle materials on offer include multiple flavors of micarta, nice, and G10, as well as Hocabolo wood. The aforementioned vintage series 
Rattle gets walnut scales. Huh. That's nice. What do you think? We'll see some reviews when that happens or when people get it in. That'll be nice. And you know. Well, guys, that's a lot of views to wrap up in one video for my first actual video other than an intro and about me. But I will say that I do enjoy these podcasts and I will continue to do them and all will be great. So if you guys want to know more, just hit me up on Instagram at Such or YouTube. Alex's knives and such with the and being the and symbol or on these podcasts at Knife Talks. That's Knife Talks with the S. Or hit me up on email at A as an apple, B as in dog, U as in under, N as in Nancy, A as an apple, V as in Victor, E as in Edward, 19 at gmail.com. You can follow this podcast, and if you want to support it, there's a support thing on Anchor, and you can do that. Everything will be helping this podcast and the channel, and periodically, as much as donations as I can get, will depend on some giveaways that I like to do for you guys to give back to people who help me in this community and all the good subscribers I've been getting since I started. I started four months ago with my YouTube, and I didn't do so much, but you know what? I can't wait to continue and grow and see what can happen with this wonderful knife community. Until next time, if there's anything that pops up before now and the first, I will bring it to you on Knife Talks. And stay sharp out there and use your sharp blades.